Psyche is one of the largest asteroids in the asteroid belt. It's about 72 miles in radius, 140 miles in diameter. So there's only a few hundred asteroids that are anywhere near that size. And it's the largest, what we think to be, metal-rich object in the solar system. That's something we'll be able to confirm once we get there. It's certainly one of the densest known asteroids, and we think that it may be made out of a large fraction of its body out of metal. So it's really unlike any other world that a spacecraft has encountered before. That's Ben Wise. He's a co-investigator on NASA's Psyche mission and our guest today on Small Steps, Giant Leaps, a NASA Apple Knowledge Services podcast where we tap into project experiences to share best practices, lessons learned, and novel ideas. I'm Dina Nunley. Discovered in 1852 and named for the Greek goddess of the soul, Psyche is one of the most intriguing targets in the main asteroid belt. It's a pleasure to welcome Ben to the show to discuss the Psyche mission. Thanks for taking time to join us. Happy to be here. Could you give us a snapshot of your background and how you got involved with the Psyche mission? Yeah, so I'm a planetary scientist and uh, I'm a professor at MIT. And uh, there was another professor at MIT a few years ago named Lindy Elkins Tanton, who had an office down the hall from me, and we used to talk about asteroids and their geologic history and their structures. And one day, we uh, were puzzling over some measurements I made in the laboratory of meteorites. And in particular, I'd found that they were magnetized, that they contained records of an ancient magnetic field on their parent asteroid. And to make a long story short, we came up with this idea that some asteroids basically generated magnetic fields inside their interiors, that they formed little metallic cores like the Earth, and um, that once had made magnetic fields, and we wrote a paper about it. And uh, that paper was read by some people at JPL, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and then they asked us if we wanted to maybe design a mission to an asteroid to actually test these ideas. And that's how my, and actually Lindy's, involvement in the Psyche mission got started. What is the Psyche mission? So the Psyche mission is a spacecraft that's being built by NASA, and it's going to visit the asteroid named 16 Psyche. And 16 Psyche, we think, is the largest metallic or at least iron-rich object in the solar system. So it's potentially our first opportunity to visit a metal world, a world not made out of rock or ice, like which spacecraft visited before, but one made out of potentially metal. And there's lots of really interesting questions about history and structure of asteroids and how planets formed and what the nature of planetary interiors is that we could learn from visiting this body. What are the science goals and objectives of the mission? So the science goals of the Psyche mission, there's three of them. Um, The first one is to visit what we think is the core of a planet. Um, we've never had a mission to the core of any planet. For example, the Earth you know, has a metallic core where we think its magnetic field is generated, but the temperature of the Earth's core is hotter than that of the surface of the sun, and the pressure down there is millions of times higher than what we have on the surface of the Earth. So it's inconceivable in my lifetime or many, many lifetimes that we'll ever send a mission to the, the, the Earth's core, despite what Jules Verne said. 
So what's so special about psyche is we think, or at least we hypothesize, that it is the core of a body that had its outside stripped off early in the solar system, probably by some giant, some impacts of other asteroids, basically leaving bare this uh, metallic core that we can go and visit today. So the first kind of mission to what we think is a metallic core is the first science goal. Second thing is, because Psyche is an asteroid, um, it's basically a remnant of a early of a, gr- a group of bodies that formed in the early solar system, most of which are now gone. They basically were assembled to form the large planets we see today, so Earth, Mercury, etc. It's formed from these um, these asteroids, these early asteroids, which we call planetesimals or little planets. But there's a very small fraction of these planetesimals that were never incorporated into a larger planet, and they now form the asteroid belt where Psyche resides today. And so by visiting Psyche, we can learn about the building blocks of the planets and learn about how planets formed. And the third science goal is to basically visit a new kind of world made of uh, different material than we've ever visited, visited before. So we've sent many missions to rocky worlds. So for example, we have the Perseverance rover roving around on Mars. We've sent missions to Mercury, to, to Venus. Um, we've sent missions to ice worlds. So the Europa um, moon around Jupiter, Ganymede, these icy moons, Pluto, for example, icy, icy on the surface. But we've never sent a spacecraft to a world that we think is made out of metal. So just understanding what the geologic evolution of a metal world is, or even indeed what it looks like, is, is a kind of major goal of the mission. And it's, it's really interesting because we think that they're actually, although there's only one large exposed metal body in the solar system today, which is Psyche. Psyche is actually the biggest, what we think is the biggest metal object in the solar system. We're starting to see evidence for metal worlds, or at least iron-rich planets around other star systems. And so it's kind of an uh, end member for things that we th- a class of objects that exist in the universe um, and that we can visit close up here in the solar system. So fascinating. We want to hear more about that as we go along. When is the mission scheduled to launch? It's going to launch in August 2022. And then it's got about a three and a half year uh, cruise out to the asteroid belt. And then we'll go in orbit around the asteroid psyche at that point. And so what's happening now in preparation for launch? So we are building the spacecraft and we entered what we call phase D. So NASA missions are broken up into phases. Um, phase A through F, actually. And uh, we're in D, which is one of the most important parts of the construction process. We're about to enter what we call ATLO, which is where they assemble the spacecraft in this big high bay at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, where basically all the different components of the spacecraft, which have been being built all over the world, are going to be assembled into onto the main spacecraft bus. And uh, my specific role is um, to lead the magnetometer, which will be measuring the magnetic field of Psyche. That magnetometer is being built at, um, in Denmark at uh, DTU, at the Danish Technological University. And this spring, we will integrate it onto the spacecraft at, at JPL. What are some of the instruments that will be used to explore the asteroid? The Psyche mission has three instruments. One, it's got a camera to take pictures. Two, it's got a magnetometer to measure its magnetic field. And three, it has an instrument called gamma ray and neutron spectrometer 
which will measure the composition of Psyche. The magnetometer aims to measure Psyche's magnetic field. Now, Psyche is not generating a magnetic field in its uh, interior today the way the Earth is. So the Earth generates a magnetic field in its core as the Earth's core, which is liquid, churns um, during the process of cooling, like your lava lamp. And that leads to currents flowing in the Earth's core, which then generate a magnetic field that we can see on the surface. So Psyche has certainly um, long been frozen, if it ever was molten. And yet we think it might have a magnetic field frozen in uh, to the metal out of which it's made. And uh, that frozen record of an ancient magnetic field in turn would produce a, a record of a field that we could measure from the spacecraft. So the idea is to look for this fossil record of the, of the ancient magnetic field recorded in the form of magnetization in these rocks that we could probe today with an orbiting spacecraft. So if we see that Psyche is a strongly magnetic object, this would likely indicate that Psyche once generated its own magnetic field the way the Earth does today, um, which then basically produced this uh, fossil record that we're observing. On the other hand, if Psyche is not uh, magnetized, that may suggest that Psyche was never molten um, and maybe wasn't even a core, but as some other kind of exotic iron-rich object. So you see by measuring the magnetic field of Psyche, we can distinguish between the two leading hypotheses for how a Psyche formed. One, that it was the core of a um, body that underwent large-scale melting and it had its outside stripped off. Or secondly, that it just happens to be a strange iron-rich object that formed um, without any kind of melting at all, but under gentle, basically, accretion or infall of cosmic dust. The, the imagers um, will be telling us a lot about the topography and the composition and the uh, geologic structures on the surface of the asteroid. And, you know, the first thing that we're all going to be looking for when these images is, you know, just to answer the basic question, what does a metal world look like? No human eyes have ever been laid on a, on a body made out of metal. Um, you know, and just getting a picture of this thing and seeing what it looks like uh, is going to be an incredibly exciting moment. But as far as doing, you know, more detailed science, one of the things that one of the major the goals of the imager is to basically count the number of craters on the surface of Psyche, which will tell us how old it is. So the more craters there are, the older the surface is. We'd also like to know um, whether we can see evidence for volcanoes on the surface, as it has been suggested maybe as when Psyche was a molten metal sphere, it cooled from the outside in so that the outside froze. And there's an idea that maybe the mushy inside then erupted through kind of little metal or sulfide, iron, iron sulfur volcanoes. And then there's the gamma ray neutron spectrometer, which is going to measure the composition of Psyche. And a very basic question uh, about the Earth and the other planets is what are planetary cores made out of? So we think the Earth's core is made out of mostly metal, but maybe there's about 10% of the Earth's core whose composition has been, you know, basically unknown despite being debated for decades. And what that extra 10% is what has major implications for lots of different things, um, for example, it may tell us what, why the Earth is able to generate a magnetic field and other planets can't. depends on what the composition is. But unfortunately, we, can't, we have no samples of Earth's core. We're not going to be able to send a mission to the Earth's core you know, in our lifetime for sure. And so the only opportunity we have to actually measure the composition of a core, other than um, looking at maybe iron meteorite hand samples, like you know, iron meteorites that fall out of the sky, which we think might be 
samples of some asteroid cores is to actually go and visit Psyche and measure its surface composition using the gamma ray neutron spectrometer. It's going to be so neat to see these images and to learn more about the asteroid. How will the spacecraft communicate with Earth? The spacecraft is going to use a big antenna um, and basically uh, communicate by radio waves. And that's kind of a standard way that uh, spacecraft communicate um, with the Earth. Uh, Now, Psyche also has an experiment on it, which is basically going to try out another form of communication using lasers, what we call optical communication, basically pointing a laser at the Earth and uh, blinking it and modulating it so that you can send data basically through a visible instead of a radio wavelength. If that works, it would potentially enable much, much, much higher data rates than what can be achieved by a spacecraft today. So that's a technology demonstration. And if it works, it's probably going to transform how space missions are done in the future. Really cool. Let's talk about the propulsion system. How will the spacecraft travel to the asteroid? Yeah, so the spacecraft is going to be using this uh, technology called ion engines. And in particular, they're called Hall thrusters. And they're kind of like this science fiction-y, um, almost like Star Trek-y looking thing, which involves essentially using xenon, which is a noble gas like helium or argon, um, and ionizing it. So stripping off some electrons so that it becomes charged and then basically applying a magnet- an electric field such that you accelerate the ions. So it basically creates this kind of blue glowing plasma that shoots out the back of the spacecraft at very high velocity, like tens of miles per second. And even though it's a very fine, tenuous plasma, um, because it's moving so fast, and also because we basically keep the ion engines on almost the entire mission until we get to the asteroid, so for years, uh, over time, this leads to quite a bit of uh, acceleration and the spacecraft can, can move quite fast. We also fly by Mars at one point, so we get a, um, basically a kick to the orbit from basically passing Mars, and that's how we're going to get to Psyche. Once the spacecraft slips into orbit around Psyche, what can we expect? So when we get into orbit around Psyche, we're going to um, first orbit relatively far away, and uh, basically measure the spacecraft's gravity field from a distance. And then as we have a better and better understanding of its shape and gravity, we can slowly lower the spacecraft safely to closer and closer altitudes until eventually um, we'll be less than a few tens of miles above the surface. And as we get closer, we expect to be able to see, you know, sharper the surface in sharper and sharper detail. We should be able to feel its gravity to really uh, much and much stronger and and more precisely. And its magnetic field should grow as we get closer. Um, So it'll be this uh, big, slow kind of uh, gradual spiraling in, parking at four different altitudes and uh, eventually getting very, very close to the surface to uh, get high resolution and high sensitivity measurements. Would you say the Psyche team is facing unusual challenges? We're definitely facing some unusual challenges, as much of the rest of the world is right now. So we have the unique situation of building our spacecraft in the middle of 
the worst pandemic in a century, essentially. Um, there's been no period during the space age where society has shut down in any way at the scale that it has during development of the psyche mission. And uh, that has been an amazing and unique challenge that um, the engineers and scientists have met spectacularly. And uh, I think we're not going to miss our launch date. It looks like we're on track to launching on, in August 2022 as we hosted NASA many years ago, despite this. And it's a testament to um, just the careful hard work um, and uh, precautions that uh, the engineers and scientists have taken to work safely and remotely whenever possible. Um, so we all haven't seen each other in almost a year face to face. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that we can see each other for the launch in uh, a year from this August. Uh, that's just amazing to hear how that you're continuing to keep this moving in spite of all these unusual circumstances. Really amazing. What are your thoughts on why people in general are so intrigued with the Psyche mission? I think this, people like the Psyche mission because the idea of it going to a metal world is just plain cool. I mean, it's like we have no idea, you know, what this place is going to look like. You know, is it going to be um, actually metal at all? We're still not entirely sure if it is. We think it's metallic, but we're not, we won't know until we get there. If it is made out of metal, what does a crater look like, an impact crater on on metal look like? Does it have the same shape and um, bowl-shaped structure and, and lip uh, around its edge? Is it circular? What do cliffs look like on a metal world? Is it all metal? Or could Psyche be made out of some more exotic materials like we see, for example, certain classes of meteorites are made out of metal and gem-quality olivine, peridotes, floating in it. We call those palisites, and they're some of the most spectacular geologic materials ever made. We dream of the idea that Psyche has cliffs made out of these palisites with the you know green crystals glittering in the sun. And I think the thing that's just so compelling about Psyche is it, it's just this it's unique and no, and no human eyes have been laid on anything like it up until now. What do you see as the long-term benefits of the Psyche mission? The Psyche mission, I think its chief long-term benefit is that it just awakens our curiosity and, and kind of nurtures it and it's exploration for science and exploration's sake. You know, we're not doing this for commercial reasons. Our major goal here is to is just to learn and explore about the universe. Many thanks to Ben Wise for being our guest. You'll find his bio along with a transcript of today's episode on our website at apple.nasa.gov slash podcast, as well as links to related resources, including an Apple Knowledge Services article about the Psyche mission. For more interviews about what's happening at NASA, check out other NASA podcasts at nasa.gov slash podcasts. If there's a topic you'd like for us to feature in a future episode, please let us know on Twitter at NASA Apple. That's A-P-P-E-L. And use the hashtag, small steps, giant leaps. As always, thanks for listening.